So the big question is this, how can I live a life of purpose and meaning and still pay my mortgage? I had the good six-figure corporate job, but it got to a point where I felt like I was gonna be sick every day on my way to work. I knew there had to be a better way. So I hung up my corporate suit and I put on my yoga pants. I've spent the last 20 plus years searching for answers. I've traveled to the ends of the earth, studying with gurus and teachers, chasing balance and clarity and crafting a life of purpose. I'm deeply passionate about helping other seekers and entrepreneurs do the same. I'm Leanne Wolke and this is The Epic Journey. Join me and my guests as I share lessons learned along my personal growth and entrepreneurial journey. So in the last couple of weeks, I've had to completely retool my yoga studio business. Now, this isn't something I was totally unprepared for as I've had another company called Teach Yoga Online for the last five years. I've been preparing and getting ready to launch. And somehow, a couple of weeks ago, I found myself realizing that the time was now. It came at the wake of the coronavirus and all of the uncertainty. There was the initial call that I got and I decided to take um, an afternoon, evening of classes off the schedule and completely deep clean my studio to try to mitigate any potential exposure we could have. We hadn't heard of anything specific yet, but it began to seem that the threat was getting closer than I was comfortable for. If you know anything about me, I have a pretty high tolerance for risk and a high need to prepare as best as I can. So for me, that meant keeping my people safe, my teachers, my karma yogi staff, and my clients, um, more so than I was unwilling to acknowledge that there was something wrong was my desire to keep my people safe. That's just one of my guiding principles. What I find is that in times like this, who you truly are as a person comes out. All of your strengths, come to the surface and all of your weaknesses also come to the surface. It's an opportunity for you to get to decide who do I want to be and at the same time be faced with your fears, your insecurities, with your weaknesses. For me, during this whole coronavirus situation, I had three trips planned. One to California to go to a yoga event and then the next week I was scheduled to go to New York City and then I had a week home and then the next week I was headed out to Boise for another event I was really looking forward to. Now in the midst of my California event, it became clear that precautions were not being taken. People were really in close contact. They were hugging. They were giving high fives. And this made me really uncomfortable because for me later in the week, I was going to see my stepdad who was turning 80. Although they're in great health and probably in better health than a lot of 50 or 60 year olds, the thought that any of my actions could hurt or harm or potentially be life threatening wasn't a risk I was comfortable with. So I actually left the event and I knew it wasn't going to be a popular decision. And I knew there would be people who would question me about it. When I explained it to my mom later that afternoon, she said, Oh, honey. We're more, health, more healthy than most 60-year-olds. Go on back. It'll be fine. Just see. You can always leave again. So I went back to the event, and right out of the gate, it was go generate good morning with hugs and close connection. 
And I sat there shaking my head and everything in my body said, this is wrong. This isn't what I should be doing. So I stopped. I knew it wasn't going to be popular to be standing outside of the group, to be um, not participating in a group that I've been part of for over 10 years. But to me, it was out of integrity with what my fundamental beliefs were. It doesn't mean anybody has to like it or anybody has to explain their point of view to me. It just didn't work for me. So what did I do? Like any truly irrational 50-year-old would do, I went to the restroom. And in there, I found a few other 50-year-olds, all of us shaking our heads saying, this just doesn't make sense. So my question is, is, are we standing up for what we believe or are we trying to somehow not rock the boat and be able to exercise what we believe but not speak out? Later, after I left cowering in the bathroom and went back to the event, I saw the teacher of the event and he asked if there was something wrong and I said, yeah, there is. I think that this is reckless. I think that being in this close of contact when we've been advised by the powers that be to avoid so social con- close social contact, that this isn't a good idea. His response was, well, you can't just not live your life. I was flabbergasted because having worked in drug development, having had a husband who was on um, the brink of a health crisis when he was going through high-dose chemotherapy and stem cell transplants, where at that time, even a normal infection could prove life-threatening. I get it. I get it that there's people amongst us with more vulnerable immune systems. I'm one of them. I have an autoimmune disease. And I think that we have to look out for all of us at this time. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about all of us together. It's a time to, yes, acknowledge what is going on and choose how you respond. You don't have to go cower in the bathroom like I did, but you do need to exercise some common sense, not because you agree with it, but because there might be somebody who you don't know who needs to stay healthy to be with their child who's waiting for a heart transplant. Or there might be somebody who has a child with a heart transplant at home. So you getting them sick inadvertently because you didn't want to stop living their life could potentially put their child at risk or your mom or your dad or somebody you love. So I just wanted to to really talk about this because to me, I think, you know, I see people saying, well, I, I don't think that the the president's telling the, the truth. I think they're exaggerating. Well, I don't know what they're doing, but I do know having worked in the medical industry for years that when they're saying, hey, this is a problem, it's a problem. They can't tell us the severity of it because as a population, we would freak out. Imagine all the people that say, oh, masks don't work. They don't make a difference. Newsflash, why is it that the doctors and nurses wear masks? If they were so ineffective as some common lay people seem to think, why are the doctors wearing them? Why are the nurses wearing them when they go into someone with a compromised immune system? Because we know, we know that they do work, but we can't hoard them right now. So that's why they tell us they don't work. Come on, guys, let's smarten up. Let's begin to think as a collective, what do we need to do? How is it that we need to behave to make sure that we can get through this situation and go back to living our lives 
hopefully in a more mindful, grounded way where we support one another and realize it's about all of us rather than can I get mine? As we've seen with toilet paper, right? There's some people who are going to have stockpiles of toilet paper. And I applaud Costco for saying there's no refunds on toilet paper wipes or that other crap you're hoarding. Because the truth is there's people that need it. I've heard of people saying, oh my gosh, I'm down to my last two rolls. I hope that we never find that we're down to the last two surgeons who can perform a surgery or down to the last two nurses who are trying to ventilate a patient on a ventilator that's had to be retrofitted to fit four people because we were careless and we didn't think that this was serious enough to follow the precautions. Yes, my business is affected and I'm sure yours is as well. Yes, my spending is definitely affected, but it's important. It's important to be able to sit with what is and to be part of the solution, not in denial. Be an optimist, be positive and use this time to play the guitar, plant flowers, to cook something new, to take a home study course, whatever it is you want to do. If you want to learn yoga, I got you covered there. But don't ignore this time. This is a wake-up call for all of humanity, for all of us to smarten up and to be there for another. And maybe that means not extending a hand or a hug when we want but to truly be there because sometimes making the higher call is doing something that maybe doesn't feel as good personally for you, but is necessary to keep all of us safe and well. All right. Bye for now. Hang in there. We've got this.